Oh, I totally agree with you about uh, it being an eye-opening experience when I came to work for OMAG. Uh, it's a great group. It's uh, been wonderful. But uh, as I mentioned, most of my career was in a council manager form of government. And as I got here at OMAG, I realized that there's quite a variety of forms of government across the state. You know, four different types, and they all function just a little bit differently with their own nuances. And I became probably more and more uh, convinced that it was important that all of these cities and towns, uh, about 500 of them across the state, uh, have some access to some quality legal advice as they try to uh, work through and serve the citizens of their communities. You're listening to OMAG All Access, a podcast about all things affecting municipalities in Oklahoma. Hosted by OMAG General Counsel, Susie Paulson. Today, we're going to be talking with Jeff Bryant, who is one of the attorneys here at OMAG, about the importance of hiring a good city attorney. Um, Hi, Jeff. How are you? Hey, I'm great. Thank you for having me. Um, Tell us a little bit about your background as a city attorney. Sure. Um, I spent about 32 years uh, in the municipal attorney's office in the city of Norman. It uh, seems like that time went by really, really fast. About uh, uh, 14, 15 years of that, I was a city attorney. Uh, duties primarily focused on uh, advising the city management, city manager, and the council. Uh, prior to that, spent about uh, 14, 15 years in litigation work. So uh, I totally enjoyed that entire experience. Retired probably in December of uh, 20. Uh, 18, 2019, kind of runs together, but a great career. Well, great. Um, I, I myself did 15 years in the city of Oklahoma City, um, and to come to OMAG, it's been a little bit of an eye-opening experience because in Oklahoma City, we have had 30-plus attorneys that work there, and so we all got to specialize, basically, in what we did. So I specialized in employment law and did some other work with the fire department and IT department, um, but to come here and realize that not every city or town in Oklahoma has a city attorney was kind of shocking to me. Oh, I totally agree with you about uh, it being an eye-opening experience when I came to work for OMAG. Uh, it's a great group. It's been wonderful, but uh, as I mentioned, most of my career was in a council manager form of government, and as I got here at OMAG, I realized that there's quite a variety of forms of government across the state, you know, four different types, and they all function just a little bit differently with their own nuances. And I became probably more and more uh, convinced that it was important that all of these cities and towns, uh, about 500 of them across the state, uh, have some access to some quality legal advice as they try to uh, work through and serve the citizens of their communities. Yes, I agree, and that's you know one of the reasons we hired you was to get that program started, um, because what Matt and I have found over the last four or five years that we were here is they call and ask questions that one would hope a city attorney can answer for them, but for whatever reason, whether it's cost or access or um, whatever it is, they don't call their city attorney and they call us. And sometimes it's a tightrope for us because we are not their attorney. So we can give them advice and point them in the direction of some 
lost bulletins that we've written on a website or maybe help them find a new city attorney if they're unhappy with the one they have or if they don't have one but um, it's, it's really been a struggle so um, can yeah, you I, tell us some of the things that, that you've kind of done with the Oklahoma uh, the Municipal Attorneys uh, Association sure. to kind of help that situation sure totally agree that uh, the, the level of access that these cities and towns across the state have to uh, uh, quality uh, legal advice that's targeted towards municipal laws is, is pretty varied and for different reasons. Uh, some, as you said, is affordability. Some, uh, their city attorney, although a wonderful, wonderful attorney, uh, is a private practicing attorney that spends only a small portion of their time in, in uh, municipal law. And so there are lots of nuances that are peculiar to uh, laws across the state that deal with cities and so uh, they mean well but sometimes uh, just time and cost prohibit them from being able to really dig into all those nuances so one of the things we've tried to do <clears throat> when I started at OMAG uh, last February is we tried to look for ways that we could kind of help uh, build uh, bridges and collaborations among different groups that uh, serve uh, cities and uh, Oklahoma, you know, one of those groups is uh, the Oklahoma Municipal League, who's been around for years and has done just a wonderful job providing training to clerks and treasurers and uh, attorneys and, and elected officials. They just do a great job, but you know, their staffing is sometimes stretched like some other uh, organizations. We've also uh, tried to collaborate with Oklahoma Municipal Management Services, kind of a, a newer group that started in the last couple of years that really focuses on trying to uh, uh, provide additional support to uh, uh, city managers and kind of more of the management group and they're doing a great job there. They have an attorney that helps them that has been around for a long time helping cities, so David Weatherford, and so he's uh, part of our collaboration effort. And of course, uh, OMAG uh, works together and then we also work with the uh, Oklahoma Association of Municipal Attorneys and that's a group that's been around since probably the mid 70s and uh, uh, they're really more of a volunteer group in that uh, all of their attorneys that are part of their organization are practicing municipal attorneys and uh, so we worked with them to help uh, strengthen their program and have helped them with uh, planning some of their conferences and uh, some of the materials that are being distributed there but recently we have started a new uh, website that is available and you can find it at uh, www.okmunicipalattorneys, all one word, dot org. And it'll pop up and it'll have a header on it called Raising the Bar. And so what that uh, provides is uh, different tips of the month in various areas of municipal law and uh, provides uh, calendars of when particular types of trainings and monthly meetings of uh, metro attorneys are, are going to be holding their monthly meetings and really is designed to be kind of a hub to uh, help strengthen the, the network of municipal attorneys across the state. That sounds great. Um, are there plans to put training or uh, legal memos or, or things like that on that oh, website? Oh, sure, absolutely. Uh, again, this is a OMAC has assisted with it, but it's really a website that's being sponsored by the Oklahoma Association of Municipal Attorneys. 
And uh, what they plan to do is uh, they've developed a program where you could be uh, recognized as a uh, oh, uh, almost a certified city attorney. I think they're using a little different terminology than that, but uh, it, it's a program where you can uh, go through some training materials to about eight to twelve different topics that are specific to uh, municipal laws. And if you go through that training, then you'd be able to have that registration and be able to uh, be in a position to assist other cities across the state as they need it. And uh, we've uh, gone through a process of uh, recording one of those trainings, which should be accessible online through that website. And then uh, the plan uh, from the Oklahoma Association of Municipal Attorneys is to, to provide all of those trainings in an online format. So if you're interested in developing your expertise in that particular area, you could go through and basically get all that training online. Well, that's a lot of good information, and all of that's really great for the, for the attorneys out there that are looking to get into municipal work. But on the flip side, um, you know, can you, can you tell us a little bit about why it's important for city government to have a good city attorney, whether it's, you know, relying on their advice or, you know, what should they look for in a city attorney, those kind of things. Oh, absolutely. I think a, a, a city attorney that's, uh, that's either knowledgeable or has a, a, a support network that's sufficient enough to help dig into a particular questions that might arise that are, are peculiar to municipal laws is critical. Uh, you know, in our uh, form of government uh, in this country, in this state, uh, where we try to reach out to uh, uh, everyday ordinary citizens that might have an interest in serving, uh, they they get elected and they come from all walks of life. I mean, sometimes you have doctors and you have veter veterinarians and you have small business owners and sometimes you have teachers and you have retired people. All of that background experience is part of what makes government uh, work so well as far as being able to uh, address the needs of the citizens of, of a particular town. But what you find out is very few of those elected people have uh, sufficient experience in nuances of municipal law that they're, they're able to really make uh, solid decisions on some of the things that might come before their towns. And so having a, a uh, well-qualified or a, or a well-networked uh, city attorney that'll, that can uh, look into those particular issues and give them strong legal advice is absolutely critical to helping them make good, solid decisions for their cities. I agree. I agree with that for sure. OMAG All Access would like to thank you for listening to this podcast. For your time, we would like to offer you the chance to win a pair of OMAG All Access Bluetooth headphones. To enter, all you have to do is head to www.omag.org forward slash all access and click on the corresponding image at the top of the screen. The password for each episode will change, so make sure you are always up to date on the newest episode of OMAG All Access by subscribing with your favorite podcast app. The password for this episode is attorney. Follow the directions on the giveaway page and you will be entered. Good luck. One of the things when we get um, <coughs> employees from a city or a city council person who calls OMAG and asks for advice, um, or, or maybe through an email, you know, we do our best to try to help them. 
but I always try to put at the end of the email or at the end of the conversation, you really should talk to your city attorney because Great. you have some um, uh, liability issues there if you don't. But if you rely on the advice of your city attorney, typically um, you're going to have a, I don't know what the word is, a, a shield, so to speak. That's right. Absolutely. Uh, great advice to give them. Uh, uh, there are is a provision in uh, municipal law that uh, whenever an elected official or a uh, management person within a city has a particular legal question, then they are, under the law, able to ask for guidance uh, from their city attorney. And if they're, uh, whatever guidance their city attorney gives them, uh, right, wrong, or indifferent, hopefully it's right, but uh, mm -hmm. even if it's not, uh, if, uh, if the elected official or the management official has relied on that advice from the city attorney, then there is, under the law, some protection of personal liability for that particular elected official or that particular governmental official. Good, and that's, that's good advice. I, you know, we, we always give that advice, and whether they actually call their city attorney or not, that, you know, they should. Um, so another thing that comes up sometimes is we, we will get a call about maybe it's an employment issue or a budget issue or um, some issue that might affect um, how the city proceeds with something legally um, and it requires the city attorney to kind of get involved in everyday issues um, that go on at the city, which is probably not necessarily their you know, in their job description, so to speak. But, um, you know, we both came from cities where we had in-house attorneys. And so that was kind of our job. We were there every day to answer those questions. But now that you've been here almost a year, um, have you had this come up? And, and how are you um, talking city attorneys through these issues? Oh, yeah, that's a great question. You know, not only just the time I've worked here, but really... Uh, throughout my uh, tenure as working as city attorney at the city of Norman, it's in fact it's a norm uh, to have an elected official or even a management person say, uh, ask you the question, a city attorney, what decision should I make? And uh, there's a little bit of a slippery slope there because you have to remember your role as a city attorney, and your role as a city attorney is that of, of advisor. And so you advise about what the law is and what are the parameters of the law and what potential options the decision maker might be able to make. And if they make those uh, particular decisions, uh, what, what they can expect under the law. Uh, but your role is not usually that and shouldn't be that of decision maker. And, uh, you know, a good example of that would uh, be, uh, for example, say an employment matter and you get a call from your uh, human resources uh, director and they're trying to decide whether they want to make a disciplinary or a termination decision of an employee, that type of thing. And they'll be asking, uh, well, should I pull the trigger or not? And uh, sometimes those decisions are very, very difficult and it's human nature to try to get somebody else to make the decision for you. But the best thing you can do as city attorney in your role as an advisor is to remind that decision maker that it is, is their decision to make and it's your role really just to lay out what are the options and what are the legal ramifications of those options. Okay, once again, good advice. Um, is there anything else out there that you'd like to either uh, give advice to city attorneys or council members or city managers out there? 
about uh, city attorneys and oh i i would just uh, first off uh, congratulate them for being uh, willing to dedicate some of their uh, uh, careers to municipal government that is a tough tough area uh, of course one as we all know closest to the people uh, a lot of times you get the the most direct criticism and sometimes you get the most direct uh, claps on the back but uh, it is a it's an area that can be challenging because it is somewhat volatile on uh, people that have opinions about how their city should be run. Uh, so hang in there. Uh, I do want to plug again the uh, website we're working on, uh, which is uh, the Raising the Bar website, www.okmunicipalattorneys.org. Because it's all one word, and it'll pop up as Raising the Bar. Uh, it has the contact numbers not only for the legal staff here at OMAC. Uh, but contact numbers for OMMS. It has all the contact numbers for the attorneys that are in the Oklahoma uh, Association of Municipal Attorneys, and it also has contact numbers for the attorneys at OML. So there's a lot of resources out there, legal resources out there to help you, and we would just encourage you if you have a question, need some help, uh, we're not charging, this is all free. Uh, so uh, just give us a call and we'll be glad to help you in any way we can. We hope you can take something away from this podcast that will help your city or town. You can find more information about OMAG on our website at www.omag.org or on our Facebook page. Thanks for listening. If you have questions or ideas for a podcast topic, please send them to allaccess at omag.org. On the next episode of OMAG All Access... Maybe that person thinks they can be unbiased, and maybe they can, but later we know from a legal standpoint they're going to be accused of being unbiased. This episode is copyright OMAG 2020 under the Creative Commons 4.0 Attribution Non-Commercial Non-Derivatives International License. For more information, please visit creativecommons.org.